Welcome to the Teaching with Madly Learning podcast replay, fitting it all together to make teaching and learning in the junior grades more accessible, practical, and fun for both teachers and their students. Here's your host, teacher by day, mom of three, and curriculum creator of all the things from madlylearning.com, Patty Firth. Nine years ago, there was a lack of Canadian teacher voices online. And that's the same time that I started my blog, Madly Learning, named after my newborn daughter, Madeline. Fast forward nine years and Madly Learning has grown to something I'm very proud of. And the community that has been developed around Madly Learning is the most amazing community out there. So for this episode, I want to talk about what makes the Canadian teacher just a little bit different from other teachers you see online. Welcome to another episode of Teaching with Madly Learning. My name is Patty, and I'm a teacher here in Ontario, Canada, and every single week we have a brand new episode of Teaching with Madly Learning talking about all things teaching in the junior grades. It is my hope that through these episodes that we can help you to fit it all together to make teaching and learning fun and easier for both you and your students. So let's dig right in. There is definitely a difference between a Canadian teacher and an American teacher. And that often comes down to the resources that we are using in our classroom and our various needs. If you have ever gone on TPT and purchased something, then you downloaded it and you were wondering, oh, that's not really going to work for my classroom. Because sometimes the work that you're seeing is American-based and a Canadian classroom is distinctly different. So I want to go through 10 ways Canadian teachers are a little bit different. One of the first things we have to look at is the words we use to describe different things in our classroom. Few of my favorites are pencil crayons in Canada versus colored pencils in the United States. Duotangs, Bristol board. A lot of these school supplies are uniquely named here in Canada and we often have to translate or switch in between what those are called in one resource or in another resource. But that is definitely something is different. We can definitely not forget about that letter U, the letter U in color and in neighbor. We add those in all over the place. And we have different ways of even referencing the grades we teach. Instead of teaching fifth grade, I teach grade five. Instead of teaching sixth grade, I teach grade six. The vernacular in Canada is a little bit different, and it sets us a bit apart from our neighbors down south. One of the other differences that I'm often seeing is our reference to curriculum. Here in Ontario, at least, we call the standards in which we teach curriculum. However, a lot of my American friends call curriculum things like textbooks or published resources, resources created by publishers purchased by their school or district and given to them and mandated to use. Often this could be reading programs or math programs, but that's what's often referred to as curriculum. So often I will have my American teacher friends say, I have a full year's curriculum. This took me the longest to figure out what exactly they were talking about, because to me, the word curriculum has always meant the standards that I teach to, not the things I teach with. 
So as I've learned more of those differences between teachers in the States and teachers in Canada, there are those differences that are in place. And one of those is curriculum. So understanding how that word is used definitely plays a role in translating between the words teachers use here and the words teachers use there. One of the biggest differences that I've noticed, and this is especially something I've noticed if I've gone down to say a conference with American teachers, is just the way that they structure what their role and their job is. Here in Canada, most teachers are generalists, especially in junior grades and elementary. We are teaching all of the subjects. We may have prep coverage teachers, which for older grades are often provided through French. However, most of us are going to teach science, social studies, math, language, art, music, drama, with the exception of a few things here and there. We're also going to teach phys ed and health. All of those become part of the generalist role of a Canadian teacher is that we're teaching a lot of these things. Versus in the States where you have a lot of teachers who are teaching subject specific or they're focused on a core subject and then they, students go off to specials where they will get things like science, social studies, technology, art, music, and so on and so forth. That is a little bit different up here. We also seem to have a lot more split grades. That seems to be the norm, and at least here in Ontario, it often comes down to a funding model where you have so many students in caps in your classes and you have to sort of bridge between two grades, especially splits that balance off of the different divisions is often really common, such as a 3-4 or a 6-7, because you can put more students in a 3-4 class than you can in a 3, but there's also some limits on what can be in a 3-4 class versus just a straight 4 class. So because we have those class caps, and I know each province across the country is a little bit different, but those class caps do predict that we're going to have a lot more split grade classes here. It seems to be the norm. If you can get through your teaching career and not teaching at least one split grade or being constantly reorganized from a straight to a split or vice versa, then are you really an Ontario teacher? I don't know. In my experience, Ontario teachers and teachers across the country are constantly teaching combined grades. In even smaller schools, I've been hearing that teachers are teaching triple splits where you're teaching a four, five, six because your numbers at your small community school are so low that you can't fill the whole class with one or even two grades, but you need to fill it with three grades. And that's specifically just for funding because we need to put as as many bodies in a classroom in order to fund that teacher's role. And that leads me to the difference that I found a big deal is just in how we split systematically. We kind of split the different grade levels. Here in Ontario, we often have three different divisions. We can be qualified actually in five different divisions. We can be qualified in primary, which includes kindergarten, which is its own special beast within primary that sometimes will require your separate qualifications. Then you have primary, which is grades one to three. Junior is grades four to six. Intermediate is grades seven to grade 10. And senior is 11 and 12. Now the schools themselves are typically divided into elementary, which could be either K to five, K to six, 
or K to 8. And then you have high school, which is 9 to 12, typically here in Ontario. And I know it varies as to what age high school starts across the country. And Quebec is much different than any of the other provinces. But we typically have more divisions in the elementary grades. In most Ontario schools, we have three separate divisions, primary, junior, and intermediate. Our primary students are grades one and two and even three. And then our junior students are fours to six and our intermediate students are sevens and eights. A lot of the resources from the very large publisher's house will focus on primary or elementary in the US and middle school. And middle school in the US focuses on six to eight, yet elementary focuses on K to five. Sometimes that provides a very difficult transition when you're looking specifically here in Ontario and in other provinces, specifically around supporting junior students, the students in the middle, the grades of four to six. And I even like to expand that to three to six because there's a lot of things that are happening in grade three that are more junior-like than it is necessarily primary-like. So if you think of K to two and then three to six, is really, there's a lot going on in those grades, but yet there doesn't seem to be a lot of focus and support specifically for those grades alone. The needs of a junior student is much different from the needs of a K1 or 2 student. K to 2 students are often learning how to read, yet junior students are learning what to do once you can read and how to do things with that ability to read. They're reading to learn, not learning to read. This was one of the motivators for why Madly Learning decided to focus on the junior grade student, because these students needed just a bit different support. Things that worked really well in grades one and two needed to look a lot different in grade four, five, and six. Nearing the beginning of my career, Daily 5 was a huge push in how we taught language. Except Daily 5 is perfect for grade 1, grade 2, and even grade 3 students. However, it needs to look just a little bit different. Centers need to look different in grade 4 and 5 and 6. They don't look the same. And for that reason, we need to look at how to modify that learning so that it actually fits a junior student. And this is one of the reasons why we got into supporting teachers with junior grades, because there wasn't a lot of people talking specifically about the teacher's experience in Canada teaching junior grades. And that's why we've specialized on it. So this year, we asked ourselves a question, knowing the needs of the Canadian teacher being different from an American teacher. Why is it that Canadian teachers are still paying for teaching resources Canadian teaching resources in American dollars. So we decided we wanted to fix that. Beginning today, today, June 29th, the Madly Learning Teacher Store is now open. This means that every single Madly Learning product from grades three to grade six, we have over 200 products in our store now, including literacy, science and social studies for grades three, grade four, grade five, and grade six, including split grade bundles, all of those are now available in our Madly Learning 
teacher store in Canadian dollars. Now this is super huge, exciting news for us, and that is one of the reasons why if you hop on over to the Teaching with Madly Learning Facebook group today, you can join in on our party that is happening in that Facebook group, and you can jump in and grab on some of the amazing things that are happening in there. We've got fun and games and party and prizes, number one, to celebrate the end of the school year, and number two, to celebrate that finally, Canadian teachers can spend Canadian dollars for their Canadian classrooms. Now, we do have to satisfy the requirements of the CRA, and there is tax that is charged on those purchases. However, what you are saving is the exorbitant exchange rates that are skimmed off the top by both your bank and PayPal, if that's how you're using it. PayPal is notorious for skimming hidden fees right off of that if that's how you're using to pay. And the bank is definitely gonna take their pound of flesh when they charge you more for exchange rates than to just get your product. And it inflates that price coming into your bank account more than it needs to. So for that reason, you can now shop with confidence on our website at www.madlylearning.com forward slash store. Right now you have access to science and social studies units from grades three to grade six. You have access to all three levels of our ignited literacy program that runs from three, four, four, five, and five, six, including all of the differentiated readings. All of the bundles, digital products, mega bundles, everything is in the store. And if you head on over to the Madly Learning Facebook page, we have a special gift just for you for being a member of that group so that you can check out what is happening in the store. We are super excited to be able to offer this service to our Canadian teachers and our Canadian audience to make sure that you are able to purchase the things you need in Canadian dollars. So one of the big benefits of having a Canadian store is we can also accept purchase orders from your school. That means if you've got a few extra dollars left over in the school budget or your principal has graciously given you some funds to spend, you are able to create purchase orders and spend your dollars in Canadian on our site. So you can look at spending school funds on our website, which is something that's not typically possible on TPT because it's listed in American dollars. So if you would like help and support at issuing purchase orders, please email us at info at madlylearning.com and we will help to walk you through how to submit a purchase order for your school so that you can start using some of your school funds to purchase the resources that you need. Myself and my team have been working super hard all spring long to make sure that this is ready to go for you today. And we are so excited that we will have all summer with lots of fun and activities and PD and training all summer long to help support you in getting ready for back to school. So thank you so much for joining me and we will see you next week for another episode of Teaching with Madly Learning. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Teaching with Madly Learning podcast replay. Join me on www.madlylearning.com for more information on all things teaching in the junior grades. Don't forget, you can always catch this show on the Madly Learning YouTube channel. See you next week for another replay episode of Teaching with Madly Learning.